Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me, as always, are my co-host, Joseph. Hello. And Jay Hugh. Wow, it's back. It's yeah. back. Is, is, it, is it because Kaka was victorious or because of laziness? Who knows? It's an old friend. I'm glad to see <laughs> yeah. it. I've debated on starting this episode with, so let's do that again, or whatever the fuck they say in these movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we're talking about Spider-Verse. Which one is this one? Spider-Man? Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which is the, the number two part in a three-part Miles Morales trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, where we find Miles just trying to, you know, do his best balancing life and being Brooklyn's one and only Spider-Man when Gwen Stacy shows up on a mission from... Is she on a mission from Miguel Hart? I don't know. I haven't yeah, watched this movie yeah. in like a week. Uh, and the spot's the bad guy. Yep. Everybody's coming back, plus some new people. Not everybody. Not everybody. But, well, Nicholas Cage is not in it. Yep. Mulaney's not in it. Mulaney's But he was in. probably in rehab while they were doing the voices. I think that's probably true. Who are some additions? Oscar Isaac. Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac, of course. Who is in the tease of the last one? Issa Rae? Yes, as Spider-Woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's his name? Jason nope. Schwartzman. Oh, Dan- Schwartzman, of course. Yeah. Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. Um, yeah, Schwartzman. Uh, he's so funny. Isn't he is so funny, but as soon as he started talking, like Sarah was like, why does this guy have to be in everything? Can he just be not it's, in something? It's so funny because like, I immediately clocked it. It's Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. And after the movie, I saw it with my brother-in-law, and he was like, I recognize that voice. Like, you know, I, I think I know the actor. Like, what would I know him from? I was like, I don't know what you would know him from. <laughs> like, he's in stuff, but like, what do you know Jason Schwartzman from? Yeah. I mean, Scott Pilgrim. That's the one that I would normally pitch to people. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if you're not someone who watches Wes Anderson movies, it's hard to say what you would. Yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. And I mean, to his, I don't know. Like, I think he's good in it. I do too. But his voice always kind of takes me out of things because <laughs> it's like, oh, that's Jason Schwartz. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and uh, Andy Samberg. Everyone outside to me is not important. Andy Samberg's not really important, no. but he's funny in it. What did we think of this movie, y'all? Man, you know what? Uh, after after Guardians, I was really feeling like. You know, I could just stop watching these things. Like, I liked it so much. I was like, this would be a good point to hop off. I knew, of course, I wouldn't because we got this podcast. But I'm really glad I didn't because this was fucking great. I just want to pause right here. This podcast is not why you go see those movies, Jay Hill. I was about to say, you should, you should not try to pin it on okay, us. No, I, no I, w- I would say up until that point. But I really thought at, at Guardians, I was like, man, this would be a nice place to just let this go. I got you. Because, you know, someday... I'm going to die, and they're still going to keep making these oh, yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to break up on my terms. Yeah, I just, accept your mortality. Yeah, I just like to imagine that in the editing room, I'm going to go back and just stop it after you say, one day I'm going to die, and leave like a 10-second pause, and then we just keep going with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, I, I, I love this. Man, uh, let me tell you guys something else. The spot as a main villain in this is crazy. I can remember, not even from my days of working in comic book stores, but uh, going to comic book stores. Uh, if you were going to find an issue of Spider-Man in a quarter bin, it was probably going to have the spot in it. Like, this is, this is not a top tier. This is not a second tier. This is not a third tier spider-man villain so uh the fact that they made him the main bad guy in this and made him a great threat was pretty fucking cool and i like the fact that that joke is the reason he becomes the main villain of the movie (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, this movie's real good. I don't know, probably 10 minutes in when it was just doing the Gwen Stacy bit, mm-hmm. I was I I said to myself verbally, out loud, I was like, oh shit, this is actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, I like, I had high expectations. I think we were all kind of down on the trailer. Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like we were protecting ourselves with the show probably because we all love the first one so much. And we were just like, we don't want to let our expectations yeah. ruin this one. Well, and to be fair, the trailer was all from the boring feelings in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, they, they had none of the stuff about this movie that was really great. Yeah. So as soon as like very quickly, I was like, oh, this is very well made. Right. Um, and everyone's, you know, back top form, top of their game. The one, it's not a diss for me because I knew there was a third one. It is a hard end. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> uh, people in my theater were not happy. Yeah, that. yeah. That, my, I was going to say this before, but my favorite part of the movie was then this is in, and people were just ready to fucking ride. I, yeah. I will tell you, like, uh, I, for an hour and 45 minutes, two hours of the movie, I was like, is this the best movie ever? <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, it gets to that ending, and then I'm like, no, it can't be, because it's making me so mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely, similar to, to Hurt, I was like, you know, I feel like we feel like we've been living in a heyday mm. of superhero movies since, like, the mid audience. Right. You know, like, uh, the Dark Knight trilogy changed the game. Iron Man changed the game. Avengers right. changed the game. Winter Soldier, Endgame. Yeah. All those are fucking shit. Are these the only people that can make any movies? Are all the, <laughs> Is everything else we've watched to this point just garbage in comparison? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. It's very good. I, I agree. It is very, very good. Um, yeah, I, you know, just visually, it's such... A cool looking movie. Mm-hmm. One of the things I hate about superhero movies is, you know, the sort of back effect it's had on comics, which is a lot of comic art is very much trying to look mm-hmm. like a superhero movie. So it's it's very static, very quote unquote realistic art. And this was like a gauntlet. It's like, no, this is what's cool about comic book mm-hmm. imagery. Like there was just so much cool. I could watch this with no sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would still be a great movie. Yeah. I uh I want to follow up with something you were just saying. Both of you were just talking about mm-hmm. how great this movie is. In like a week from now, the Flash is going to come out, and yep. all the reviews are like best comic book movie since The Dark Knight. I'm going to say it's probably the third best comic book movie of the last two months. I'm right. seeing, I'm going to go ahead and put Guardians and this above it. Right. It's really hard to see how that movie with known abuser Ezra Miller as the lead will be fucking better than both of these. Uh, and, and something that's just been such a mess in production. Yeah. It's on like the fourth or fifth different version of what this movie is. I'm, I'm excited to see it, but I can't see it being better than this. Yeah, this is so good. It's better than Transformers. Way better than Transformers. Yeah, totally. So, As a matter of fact, let these guys make some Transformers movies. Dude, they'd make some kick-ass Transformers right. movies. And, you know, it does, before we, I guess, get into spoilers, it's obvious that it's kicking off a kind of, there's really good animation out there, but, like, almost like a renaissance of, like, really talented people paying attention to animation. Like, I think that Ninja Turtles movie looks heavily inspired by this. We haven't seen anything from that new animated Transformers movie for next year, but I would probably bet there's going to be some inspiration from this in there. 
I mean, definitely animation had, has gotten to a point where it's just like, let's do what Pixar does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Pixar is just like, hey, let's do what we do. And it's been a while since I've seen something that really... And the first one was like that. It it, it blew my mind, but this one was next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say this is better than the first Yeah. One. It's crazy to me because I, I saw I was doing like the IMDb trivia before this, mm-hmm. and they're like it was the the most people that have ever worked on like an animated feature at like a thousand people, and I'm like that still doesn't seem like enough people right. to do yeah. this, yeah. Right. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Particularly since like almost every character had their own animation. Yeah, style. absolutely. So spoilers. So, I mean, look, if you've you've already kind of spoiled the ending, but yeah. Oh, that there's a hard ending. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, but spo- more you, should pro- you should probably know going into because the people who don't don't seem to like. The I movie. mean, there was one guy in my theater who just screamed, "What the fuck!" <laughs> like, like literally, it was, it was. They they were upset. Yeah, I heard somebody in front of me be like, "We've been in here two hours. Like, it doesn't feel like they can wrap it up." Yeah, right. Right. I want I wanted to be like, "They're not going to." Yeah. Right? I, I didn't know that going into it, but like I could feel it as we were getting to like yeah. I was like I know we're not going to finish. And right. That's going to make me so upset. Jehu, I have a question. Okay, is Miguel O'Hara actually a vampire? I don't I don't think so. I I googled this because okay. I was also curious. No, he's not okay. a vampire. Okay, I know I, he, at has, least, at he least, does have those claws in his finger, like and I think he can thing? do fangs. Can, but canonically, uh, at least, he's not. I don't know if he yeah. is in, in this particular universe, but apparently, the the like fangs are a permanent fixture, and it's just like part of whatever mutation that turned him into a spider-man right uh, oh. and like apparently in like the comics he like talks different because he doesn't want people to see his fangs but he, there's there all the time but they're not for sucking blood oh so like a spider bite kind of like, yeah yeah okay i get you yeah. I, I my only experience with this dude is i like the idea of him being a vampire right. better just because that right. just adds it's another cool. layer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh there was a video game in the audience shattered web i don't remember what it's called right where you played as peter miguel spider-man noir there may have been a fourth one Maybe Venom. I don't remember. There was like four different like storylines uh, that all tied together, and that's my only familiarity with that character. Right. I I read his series, the first series he had early on. It had an artist on it named Rick Leonardi, who I liked a lot, and but I don't really remember a lot about it. I just remember the costume was cool and it was in the future. Uh, I know a whole lot of fanboys are pissed off about his portrayal in this but my you know and it's like oh basically he's thrown under the bus to make miles look cool and my whole thing is the whole point of this goddamn movie it's is it's a multiverse like this isn't your miguel your miguel's still out there somewhere Mm. you know i don't think he's thrown under the bus because they gave that guy cake (laughs) i I know right It's only in a couple shots, but I, they really put the work in there. Yeah, they definitely spent some hours giving this guy an ass. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, I mean, and I think Oscar Isaacs is good. Yeah, I probably would have liked a bit more levity from that part because right. he is fucking intense. Right, right. But my one, my one complaint here is it's really shitty of Peter Parker to be going around showing pictures of his daughter to the guy who he watched to lose his daughter. Uh, right. Like, it was a weird plot point to me. That Peter Parker definitely is ADD. He definitely has a little reading other people's emotions problem sort of thing. Yeah, because that was not cool. But, I mean, we should probably talk about Miles in this movie since he's the fucking main character. That's probably a good idea. Though, to be fair, we don't start with Miles. Right. And, by the way, I I wanted to say this before. I love how long the intro is. It reminded me of Raising Arizona. Like, Mm. we had watched a whole movie before the credits hit. I loved it. 
Yeah, it was like almost two sets of credits. Yeah, too. there's like the there's like before, and then there's this, and then it's like okay, no, this is right. Spider Man, and, right. and you know, it, you know, you say it's a whole movie, but I mean, like I was emotionally invested in, right. in that Dude. movie. I, yeah. I was totally fine. Oh, this one's going to be about Gwen. Yeah, well, absolutely. That's fine. I'm, I'm game. I'm, for I'm it. on board. Yeah, I thought that too, and I, I still kind of think it is true. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like it's certainly more from Gwen's perspective than the first movie mm-hmm. and I would really like to see maybe a minute's breakdown of like who's really the lead right right between them well also she's she's a lot more likable in this she was a little too walled off and smart ass in the in the first one and that's not the case in this at all yeah I saw someone's like box office record for Haley Steinfeld and like it's pretty fucking good yeah <laughs> like she's a money maker right uh, and she's good in this. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, she's very good yeah. in this. Yeah. Let's see, what else is there to talk about? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering what is the first instance of, you know, not a, not necessarily a multiversal story, but the idea of a multiverse character having like a sort of meeting place for all the multiversal people. Because, I mean, it's, at this point, it's a goddamn trope. It is, yeah. You know, Rick and Morty, we just saw the Kang Council too. of Kangs. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, it probably was the Council of Kangs. That's the first one I can think of. But uh, but I liked this one a lot. I'd like to hang out in that spider. Except for, you know, the the mild fascism. You know, it seemed pretty fun. <laughs> they have a food court. Yeah, they have a food court. Yeah, and I mean, they, they introduced so many fun iterations of spider-man and Mm. spider people in it and yeah i mean like personally my favorite the look of ben riley right oh fucking fantastic (laughs) i was i was just wondering about that because i i like i I may be polling the wrong crowd here but i know like the the clone saga for spider-man is like the like a maligned moment in comic book history but like the the scarlet spider like look slaps right yeah no (laughs) totally totally yeah yeah the the thing is about you know there's actually there's actually two clothes sagas there's the (laughs) there's the original one from like the 70s which was just a couple stories in spider-man where uh a professor who had a crush on gwen stacy tried to clone her to bring her back to life and then also clone spider-man the one in the 90s was kind of banging to begin with, mm. but it just went on too fucking long and just had too many things that never went anywhere, and it was just a mess. Uh, but the Ben Riley outfit is, and I loved that he spoke in that sort of 90s. That's what I was curious about. Over yeah. sort of, I, I assumed it was like making fun of the style of the comic books yeah. then, but I wasn't sure. I mean, very much, you know, pre trade paperback, you know, there was a whole lot of exposition, and sometimes. You know, there's a thing called the Marvel method of making comics. And basically how it goes is a writer comes up with a plot synopsis. The artist actually does the work of building a story. And then the writer goes back and writes the dialogue over it. Now, sometimes if the writer if the writer doesn't get back necessarily the story that they, they asked for, they'll just try to fix it in the dialogue. And that can turn a lot of times into just explaining shit you're already <laughs> seeing on screen. Yeah, yeah. That shit where he was like, I am in the alley yeah. now. That yeah. was so on point to what that was. And Andy Samberg is, again, he's there. everyone is good in this movie, but his like overacting is mm. perfect for that part. Right. And I mean, it just is really, really good. I, You know, it's funny to me, too, is that suit looks so fucking cool. It does slap right. all the time. 
when they tried to do the homage in fucking MCU Spider-Man, right. it looks like dog shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, my my favorite of the uh, of the little cameos and all that stuff was by was a Spider-Man and our and the Amazing Friends villain called Video Man. Mm. I fucking love Video Man. There's there's two ones. I hope Swarm makes it for the next one because Swarm was also a great Spider-Man and the Amazing Friends. Do you know what Swarm said? Mm. He said Swarm. It's a great line. Yeah, he's Swarm. <laughs> but I just love the design on Video Man. There was a little cameo in it, and you can ask Sarah. I marked the fuck out for that. I was the only person in the theater screaming for that very small part it's one of the things i liked about it is because i think there's a lot of stuff in there to mark out right to if if like you're into it right but they don't like they don't pause the shot for right. it you no, know they like stop they don't stop you. for applause the only time is donald glove and that's absolutely appropriate mm-hmm. it's funny you guys say that because sarah after we left was like why didn't you care that donald glover was in this movie and i was just too busy watching shit in the background <laughs> i was afraid i was gonna miss something yeah. Because you know, I I know, I know we know the like history of Donald right. Glover with this character, but just for, in case not everybody who's listening is is aware, uh, you know, he was obviously in Spider Man Homecoming as uh, Aaron Uncle. Yeah, yeah as uncle. as Uncle Aaron, the guy who's he wasn't the Prowler in that necessarily mm-hmm. movie, but that that was the character he was written as. But even further back, the whole inspiration, or at least the visual inspiration for Miles Morales to begin with, is I already forgot his name, Donald Glover. Donald Glover in Community wearing a Spider Man costume, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, that looks fucking good. Yeah. Let's make a Spider Man that looks <laughs> like that." The, it, it's actually two part because there was also a bit in one of his comedy specials. He basically was talking about how he wanted to play Spider-Man. And, you know, you know, people were always saying to him, well, that's ridiculous. You just can't just make Spider-Man black. And the, one of the retorts was, uh, you know, what if they made Michael Sarah Shaft? And basically Donald Glover was like, that'd be the coolest fucking thing <laughs> anybody had ever done. Uh, but, I mean, literally, he should be listed as a co-creator of this Absolutely, character. Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. literally Brian Michael Bendis heard that and was like, hey, why can't Spider-Man be black? Mm-hmm. And, and created this character. Yeah, who is... Widely popular. Right. Yeah. Uh, they killed the entire Ultimate Universe, and this is the dude that survived. <laughs> I, you know, I wonder if, if Spider-Man is the opposite of, you know, I, I know you have a whole thing on Superman should be white because white people need to learn the lesson right, of, right. of Superman. 100%. But I feel like as Spider-Man is supposed to be like the most... I don't know if self-insert's not the right, but the most identifiable character. We're all supposed to see ourselves right. in Spider-Man through Spider-Man's mm-hmm. eyes. The the idea that maybe it's good to try and, and like get an empathetic perspective right. for a young yeah. black man in America. I mean, the thing is with Spider-Man, yeah, he's like Boba Fett, where the whole mask cover his face. Mm-hmm. Anybody could be in there. I mean, Stan Lee said that explicitly. <laughs> and, and I mean, for me, my first experience with Spider-Man was the electric company. I don't know if they even had that when you guys were kids. But it was it came mm-hmm. on after mm-hmm. Sesame Street. It was for a little tiny bit older crowd than the Sesame Street. But there was a Spider-Man bit in it. And, you know, basically, Spider-Man would come up and he'd... Uh, by the way, that theme is the most banging version of the Spider-Man theme. But uh, he'd come up and he'd talk to kids, but through his thought bubbles and they'd have to read it. So kids are learning to read that kind of thing. But you never saw any Peter Parker or anything or stuff like that. And honestly, just because of the music and kind of the way that he moved, I kind of thought he was black at that point. <laughs> Very well could have been. Yeah. 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 I mean, to your point, that's kind of the point of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is that anyone should be able to see themselves as Spider-Man. And, and it's it really is 
it's critiquing people that you're not going to change their minds. And in fact, doubling down on it is just going to make them more pissed off. Right. Which is that Peter Parker, Miles can be like Peter in that he's an insecure kid Mm -hmm. who, you know, puts on the mask and is able to do great things and the world's beaten down on him and things like that. But that he's his own individual person. And the critique is always, well, it just might as well fucking be Peter Parker. Then mm-hmm. most fucking N- no, it can be anybody. Yeah. That, that's the point. Yeah. Right. Um, and I appreciate that the movies are doing that, but I also recognize you're never going to change those people. No. Well, but and you, I mean, but you you can't make them look silly by making kick ass no, movies. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, though, I mean, I, I shouldn't try to be fair to those people. But let's say you made Spider Man a, a traitor. I mean, Peter Parker a traitor who drank drank baby's blood, and then you killed him, and you cut him up into pieces, and you fired those pieces in the sun. Still, at some point someone's going to think, man, there's money in bringing back Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you can't just blame it all on the incels. It's also like, you know, there's always going to be money in bringing back the original. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, one version of this character that I would like to see in the movies, which we're not going to get, but would be the supreme version of him, like, uh, I, I would really think it would be fun if we did the Doc Ock version of Spider-Man in one of these movies. <laughs> I, I was, I, that was, that was something I was going to say is I can't see how we haven't even seen a representation, representation of that yet if it's not going to play a part and in some Marvel's point. bringing him back right. later yeah, they this are. year. Yeah. So come on in part three. I'm beyond <laughs> Spider-Verse. And honestly, that was the last time Spider-Man comics were really banging. That's the last time I read yeah. Spider-Man comics because I was so intrigued by the concept and mm. I thought it was gonna be dog shit. Right. And then it actually being pretty good. Right. That I stuck with it. I mean, you know, I, I've talked about this before, but I'm I'm pretty re- burnt out on the replacing superhero story. It's always the same story. But that one wasn't. That one was a, a wildly different story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the thing that I also found really interesting about this and hurt you made this point earlier about the spot being kind of a ridiculous choice for villain they make him fucking intimidating right. by the end of this mm, movie yeah that design is so it's good, good. Yeah. yeah man just i mean this is one that's hard to talk about because it's just a, you say that everything w- is awesome <laughs> this is the, you, you know hey guys you know what else is awesome we're like fucking uh chris farley when he's you know that talk show where he would have someone sit down and just tell them they're awesome that's what we are about this because everything about this is awesome i have no complaints (laughs) so you know getting to the end of this yeah at what point did you guys realize he was in the wrong instantly yeah as as i I, I would be i was gonna see how many of us clocked it because i was gonna guess it was all of us it's i i didn't know it instantly but as soon as he started talking to his mom oh no that's that's not that's way down the line you motherfucker (laughs) when when he's doing the going home machine like it it scans his eye and it says 42 oh i didn't know uh and you know at the beginning it says i don't know what it's right, 16 yeah. 10 or whatever is his universe it was like oh shit well that's but then also once he talks to his mom his mom's eyes are a different color i mean definitely when like the first thing you see is that spider with the 42 on it it's like yeah i think that's going to be important later. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah well it, to be fair it's like all in the first one too right. and it's not really that important no. <laughs> i honestly don't remember when i when i pegged it yeah it wasn't like immediate it wasn't when he got there but it was a fun twist mm, right and the way to tie it back to because you know we talk about the spot being the villain of this movie he's really sidelined mm-hmm. for a lot you could make an argument that miguel is really right. the villain oh, of the sure. third right. act um and for it to all kind of come back to this initial 
you know, I'm the one that created it. I pulled it from this other dimension, and then that dimension to be where, like it tied it all together really, really well. And I don't know, it's a it's a fun twist. So he goes to another dimension where he meets himself, and himself is the Prowler instead of Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they mention that there's a Sinister Six. Who do we think the Sinister Six is? Yeah, I don't know. I think there's this, no Spider Man in it, right? There's no Spider Man. Yeah. I think. I don't know who the whole thing is going to be, but I think it's going to be his friends as Spider-Man villains. Like, you know, Gwen as the Green Goblin would be pretty ironic. Yeah. Peter as Dr. Octopus mm-hmm. would be kind of Go like... Oh, fuck, yeah. I hope that's true. <laughs> Joseph, know. you... Or, not Joseph, Jay, you, you just fucking ruined that <laughs> yeah, movie If it's me. not that, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> right. If Peter is not Doc Ock, right. I'm going to be way upset. That's very good. I okay. definitely think in every universe where Peter is not Spider-Man, Peter should be a villain. Right. Like right. him as the lizard, right. dope. Right. And if he is Doc Ock, fucking way more dope. Right. Uh, to me, that would be a really, really fun twist. Was there one costume in this that you didn't think looked awesome? No. Me neither. They all look great. The whole thing is beautiful. I I also, I love, uh, just because I feel like it was one of the best ones, is uh, the Spider-Punk Hobie. I I like that we're introduced to him from Miles' perspective. Like, everyone's telling you that he's cool. (laughs) And, and, like, you're supposed to read it as, oh, shit, this guy's going to suck. And then you find out, it's like, oh, no, he is really fucking cool. (laughs) They're right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was very much like Jason Siegel on the surfboard with... uh, Aldous Snow when he, you know, yeah, realized, yeah. fuck, you are cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why I haven't mentioned that so far. Uh, Hobie's the coolest part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the way he's he's animated is sort of to look like a punk rock album yeah. cover or yeah. flyer. Mm. It's just so fucking cool. They let Daniel Kaluuya be British. Yeah. yeah. First time in a long time, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya. Which it was, I was like, I'm going to need to fucking watch I absolutely this. Absolutely need subtitles. some subtitles. 100%. 100%. I couldn't understand what he was saying a lot of time. I still know I loved it. Yep. I just and I want to make something clear. It's not because you know I'm have a problem with British people's accent. I'm just deaf as shit. Me too. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, if I'm not looking at you in the mouth and you're not enunciating, I can't hear it, bro. One hundred percent the same way. I I so much hate it when I like call a helpline and it's someone with an accent. Not because I don't think they're good at their job, just because. I know I'm not going to be able. This to is do just going right. to be a difficult experience <laughs> right. for both of you. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I hate being like, I'm sorry, can you please repeat yourself? Just uh, slower, right. please. Because I know I sound like some fucking redneck yeah. when I do that, but it's just that I'm deaf. Yeah, uh, that's the only, he, I was like, I cannot understand Daniel Kalu in this movie. <laughs> he just looks fucking cool doing it. Um, and yeah, I mean, that is a fun, fun character. Yeah. I hope in the next one, obviously since we're going to see more of the Spider-Man working together to help Peter, I hope we see more villains. I hope we see... I hope we see as many different versions of villains as we did Spider-Man. Yeah, that'd be Because that's the only way to end this, right? Yeah. They say the next one's the last one, and then I'm sure after that it'll be live-action Miles Morales probably Mm. in the MCU. I mean, right about the time we hit that, we'll probably... We'll have done a couple more, you know, Tom Holland movies and be ready to age out of him. It's supposed to come out in March of next year, but then Haley Steinfeld says she hasn't recorded a single line of dialogue. (laughs) That seems crazy. So I'm saying we're at least two years. Oh, uh, don't say that. That's that's rough. Yeah. This one was like four years. I well, know. I, know. It was so <laughs> I was wondering, there's a part of me that feels like they didn't plan this to be two movies, but like just started fleshing out the story. And like right. as they started putting it together, like, guys, this is already at like 
two hours and 30 minutes, and we still haven't gotten to the finale, we might have to do something about this. This is why I'm a little surprised people were so shocked, because when they announced this movie, it was originally titled Part 1, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Yeah, now that you I say that, that, I remember that, but yeah. I'd forgotten it. But they changed it to the third one having a different name. Right. It became Beyond the Spider-Verse. Mm. And you probably should have just left it as part right. one and part two, because I now I mean obviously it's getting stellar reviews and it's made a shit ton of money for an animated movie, not Mario money, but still a shit ton of money. Uh, but I mean obviously general reaction when we watch it, it was like what the fuck. I um yeah I I think even though people were pissed at the end, they weren't pissed because it sucked. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They were They're, pissed because it was they wanted more. They wanted more. So I mean that's a good way to be pissed. You know? Yeah. If. It felt like if you did not know that Return of the King was coming after two times. <laughs> right. Like, right how, what would your reaction be? Right. But at, le- at least, like, at the end of that one, <laughs> the fucking Battle of Helm's Deep is over. You know? I guess that's true. <laughs> this is like a season finale. Yeah. Right? Fucking, I mean, it's like Empire is what it's like. Yeah. In, you know? I was going to say the other's taken the fucking kid from Lost. Right. That is more what yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. God, what was that kid's name? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Walt. Walt. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I. You just watched Lost not too long ago. I am worried that with, you know, with, uh, you know, what was the, what was the last Spider-Man movie called? What was it? Into Lost. the Spider-Man. No. Oh. No Way Home. No yeah. Way Home and this and The Flash that the lesson that Hollywood will take from this is we just need to make movies where we show people a lot of stuff. They've already taken that lesson. It's too late for that. <laughs> I'm positive that's what The Flash is going to be. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, 100%. I mean, I, rumors I'm hearing, it's going to be just Easter eggs galore. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I can't think of many other properties I'd want to see that about. I mentioned Transformers. I would dig that about Transformers. So I guess my question is, like, what other things could you do it in? You know what I mean? Like, right. I guess it doesn't have to be a multiversal story. There is a rumor going around about the end of Transformers, the one that comes out today, mm-hmm. that kind of plays to your point. Oh, really? There is a yeah. 100% chance that everything that can do this will try to do right. this. There's going to be a Fast and Furious multiverse in two or three yeah. years. Like, I'm sure Vin Diesel is like, can we use CGI to tour, team me up with a version of me that's even more swole? No, he's going to fight himself. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> He's okay, gonna I would watch that movie. <laughs> He's going to find himself, and both of them are going to win. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah, neither could lose. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard thing to say, like, what properties else you could do it in, but I'd probably be down for it, you know? Mm. It, to me, it has to be good. Right. Um, like, I don't hate Quantumania like other people do, but it's nothing, right? Like, it's it, right. it's not enough for me to get mad at. That's kind of the complaint with it. I mean, you can go to the audio and find out. Uh, check this, because this is absolutely sure. I love Quantum Mania right up until I saw Guardians 3 and yeah. realized, oh, that wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's... And it's a kind of a multiversal story, right. and it's like an introduction to that, I guess. Right. But I would hate for people to do it, and it, it sucks so bad, because it's just going to feel like... Easter eggs aren't enough to sell a movie right. to me. Right. But I mean, if this movie was just the Easter eggs, it wouldn't have been this movie. You know? Yeah. You know? Well, like Even we though talked, those were gonna, super it's fun. It's going to be The Flash. Right. <laughs> like we talked about, the first 10 to 15 minutes of this movie is just a Gwen Stacy story. Right. Mm-hmm. There's nothing connecting it out. And it's fucking good. Oh, 100%. If you just took that 
and it was a pilot for uh, a Spider Gwen show, I'd watch every episode of that yeah, show. I think you should do it. Yeah. I think after this, you've proven that that character is worthy yeah. carrying it on its own in its own format. I know the property. Fucking Nintendo verse. Oh, yes. It all leads to a Super Smash Brothers. Right. Yeah. Hang on now. <laughs> Hang on. You, we might be making something good again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the plot would be. Oh, for it, doesn't, Super it doesn't matter. <laughs> but we've all just, it's just Battle World. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, and, you know, again, that would be a cool multiversal thing because there's so many versions of Link. There's so many versions yeah, exactly. of Mario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, Link as a character is already like built in reincarnations. Right. You could like do multiple, ver- yeah, for sure. I'm back around on it again. <laughs> Multiverse the shit out of everything. Yeah. This is a fun movie. Anyway, this movie, I'm calling it out. Best movie of the year. Yeah. So the question is, will it get nominated for Best Picture? Because as of right now, it should. I mean, oh, oh, for sure. Oh, I mean, sorry. Di- you're right. Best Picture. Because yeah. it's going to it's gonna be for... Best Animated. Going to be and probably win for Best Animated, but will it get nominated for Best Picture? Man, I think these guys should be uh, nominated for Best Director. Yeah, probably. Like, no, definitely. Th- tell me a movie that looks more interesting. Yeah, you know. Also, one other thing I want to I want to call attention to that probably no one will care about. There were Kirby dots in this movie. We've made so many goddamn Marvel movies, and this is the first one I've seen Kirby dots in. Were they not in the first one? Maybe they were in the first one, and I've forgotten it. I just expected them to be in like Ragnarok, and they weren't. Yeah, I expected them to be in fucking Eternals, definitely, and they weren't. You know, I might be wrong, but I. I th- no, you think, might be right. I think I'm thinking. I feel like I remember it, but I don't. Um, it should win. It, I don't know if it should win Best Picture, but it should be nominated for yeah. Best Picture. I was just looking at because I remember my not only controversial to the people on this uh, podcast take in 2018 was that Isle of Dogs was the best animated movie uh, over Into the Spider-Verse, <laughs> which, you know, I'm, I, based on the connectivity between the two, I'm willing to rescind. You know, it, was vi- it was a very we close... We fought about that. It was a very close call. <laughs> but that was a good fucking year for animation. It all ha- also had Ralph Breaks the Internet and anime movie called Mirai, which is very good. That was amusing. Mo- on It was like the 1995 of animated movies. Yeah, no, that is a good run. And the guy who directed this... And, you know, I'm a big fan of Everything Everywhere All at Once. The Daniels. Yep. The, they all fucking directed Skeleton Crew for Star Wars. Oh, right on. So I'm very, I think that show, and John Watts, who obviously, Spider-Man guy, mm. it's a good fucking run of directors. So right. I, I have hopes for that show. Maybe. Fucking Miles Morales. I mean, I think maybe, I know this won't happen, but I think the best deal for everybody would be if Sony was like, okay, you can just have back live action Spider Man. If we can have the animation rights for yeah, yeah, everything yeah. else, because mm. Disney really hasn't done a lot great with animation, with which should be their bag, should yeah. be their thing. Yeah, Sony Animation used to not be good, right. but they really have come on. Because mm. uh, I think they also did Mitchell's versus the Machines, which is fucking killer. Right? Yeah. No, you're right. They should. Definitely be putting their eggs more in that basket. That's it for me. I think I, that's all I've got. I, no, I think that's it. I, I was I was worried this is going to be one of our twenty minute episodes mm. because again we we I knew we were all going to come in and love it and right. we're just gonna say that wasn't that awesome. It was awesome. The whole thing was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. And then that was going to be it. But somehow we're already at forty forty well, minutes. So I think because even though it was awesome, there was a lot to talk about besides it being awesome. Yeah, because it was such a I don't know Easter egg hunt. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked around it a lot. I don't know how much of it we actually that's talked true. about. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I guess that's kind of our bag. I don't right. know. Anyway, 
so that's it for Across the Spider-Verse. Before we can get into uh, what we've been watching for however many weeks that we've been doing it, we have a Real Phonies first, which is an audience member or listener gift what? for Hurt. For me? Very for Hurt. Cool. Why me? I don't know. Let's see it's, what I got. It's from our old pal Trey. I guess he was at a comic book <laughs> shop, remembered you talking about Darkman, and saw this as like, hey, I'll bet my old pal Hurt would love this. Trey, I love you, and I'm going to tell you why. Not only because this is Dark Man, but this is exactly the shit I'm collecting right now. <laughs> so that is so fucking cool, man. Because this is the kind of, you know, with digital and, you know, bookstores and stuff being into comics now, almost everything comes back in one way or another. Like, you don't, like, used to a comic was collectible because once it was gone, it was gone. Uh-huh. Nobody's Mo- remaking Dark Movie adaptations, which I should tell, I, I you know, people listening can't see what this He bought me the three-issue miniseries of the adaptation of Dark Man, and I love these kind of comics. I've bought, I've bought so many of them. I have the, the Dune one, which is excellent. The Labyrinth one, which is excellent. Uh, and so this is exactly my bag. So thank you very much. <laughs> very cool. How did he know where to send this to? Do we, we give that information? No, I got to give a picture up. He came, I, I met Trey, which is the first time I met Trey, because right. I didn't get to work with him while right. y'all were living the life. Uh, so it was really nice to meet you, Trey. Uh, you've set a very high bar for our listener base. Right. We have like close friends and family members that listen to us, and they don't give a shit. Yeah, no. So, uh, uh, you know, be on notice, I guess. That's fucking cool. <laughs> Trey, really, this is, I mean, this is, a, no one could have picked out something better for me at this exact <laughs> right moment. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Uh, he also uh, wanted to mention that he's really looking forward to uh, uh, The Flash because he's worried it's going to be bad. Uh, I've turned on a stick is the specific word. <laughs> uh, but, but after Guardians of the Galaxy, he doesn't think that James Gunn would put out complete trash and i don't know how much james gunn's got his fingers on it but i mean there's so many good reviews is it possible that it's is it that bad i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna be terrible have you guys have you guys watched the clip of when they go to see old hermit bruce wayne with the beard and the hair no no it gave me a a lot of faith okay yeah it's because i mean i thought it was just the the preview made you believe that it's just going to be a lot of Michael Keaton's head CGI and on a Batman body, <laughs> you know, just saying things he already said in other Batman movies. But you actually get an opportunity for Michael Keaton to act, and it's pretty fucking good. Again, I don't think it's going to be as good as the last two superhero movies I saw, but I'll probably get my heart broken. But I'm kind of excited <laughs> about. It. Yeah, I mean, I think I do. I talk a lot of shit, mostly because I just fucking can't stand Ezra Miller. I think the movie will be fine. And I don't think Ezra Miller is a lead actor, period. I also don't think that guy should get a fuck. I was about to say, you have a a lot of what I would consider to be, I don't know if illogical is the right word, but uh, just, I don't know, unnecessarily biased hatred towards uh, random actors and celebrities. That's true. Uh, But That individual started a cult. For Ezra Miller, it's absolutely (laughs) warranted. He, like, hid a woman and her children in his house in Vermont and, like, lied to the police. Yep. He's physically abused multiple people. (laughs) And like they he, still made that movie. Yep. He like, did those things while they were shooting, and they didn't say, we should fucking recast. Yep. I think you undersold that. He punched and choked multiple women like, <laughs> yeah. like who just did the disservice of walking up and saying, hey, Esmer Miller, and then he just went nuts on them. 
Yeah. Or I guess they, is that yeah, what he's yeah. preferring? They, them pronouns. Yeah. It just blows my mind that that guy, or they, is the lead of this movie. I Man, I think we need a new third pronoun. Because the problem is with the and they, is it always, particularly when I'm reading it, it always makes me think we're referring to a noun that isn't there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess. Probably cut that from the podcast. Nah, <laughs> we leave it. We're- I mean, I, I'm, I don't... I don't really feel like that's a bad thing no, to say. I'm not fine. saying a... Our first episode for Pride Month. <laughs> Let's get it in there. <laughs> I, I'm not saying elimination of the idea of being... I got you. That. I'm just saying, I think there needs to be a better term. So Eng- don't... Eng- English is not currently constructed for this. I, I honestly think... That's a good point. I honestly think we could get more dumb people on board with a lot of uh, with a lot of gay and lesbian stuff if we just made the terminologies easier for dumbasses to understand. And maybe that's not right. Maybe we shouldn't have to shoot for the lowest uh, lowest bar. But that's America, you know. I've been doing Japanese on Duolingo, right. and you don't have this problem at all in Japanese. Everything is des. You just have to know who you're fucking talking about. <laughs> Everything on you, Duolingo is des. There's nothing else that they teach you. Yeah. <laughs> just in the sentence in des. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Her, so, what have you been well, doing? Yeah, <laughs> say, th- thanks, thanks again, Trey. Yeah, that, that, thanks so much, yeah. Trey. And, um, now, and now you can go, Christian. Oh, I'm only gonna t- I mean, I've watched several things, but I'm only going to want to talk about two of them. Number one, I watched Smartless on the Road, because I listened to that podcast, and I thought I'd watch that documentary. It's a six-part series that followed- it's Six parts? Did six parts, bro. For every show they did. You don't see the show, but yeah. it's like, you know, leading up to it. Is there that much content to, to mine there? Dude, there's a, it's, it's nothing. It's yeah. just a camera in their hotel room. Uh, with, you know, if you're unfamiliar with Smartless, it's a podcast with Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes uh, that they started during the pandemic, and they are still doing. Mm-hmm. And they took, you know, I think they did six live shows last year, and they made a six-part documentary about it. <laughs> And the thing to really walk away from is that every person is a dick. <laughs> and uh, except for maybe Sean Hayes. He right. seems like a perfectly nice guy. Uh, Jason Bateman, a dick. I'm yeah. on record of not being very pro Jason Bateman. Smartless has kind of turned me around on him. And Ozark is very good. But for the most part, I'm not a huge Jason Bateman guy. Will Arnett, kind of a dick. Right. But the thing to really walk away from is the audience is a bunch of fucking dicks. Like, <laughs> we are real entitled as consumers of media, and this just highlights it. I don't know if it's on purpose. It certainly fucking feels like it. But there's a lot of, like, people running up to them after a show and bitching about the guests they would bring out. And you're like, dude, shut the fuck up, man. Right. After, it's 2022, right? You just spent the last two years doing fucking nothing. And these guys just brought out, like, a famous person to talk to you about. Like, one of them's an MIT professor. And, like, yeah. Would I be the most excited? No. But am I going to fucking go up to Jason Bateman and bitch that he bought out an MIT professor right. at this thing I paid tickets for? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Shut your damn mouth. Right. And I mean, good for Will Arnett because a few times as people would ask him a question, he'd be like, that's enough from you. Okay, bye. <laughs> and uh, like he did not care that people were would you know probably get on Twitter and say shit about him. Right. So I don't know. It was fine. I spent it like a Friday night. Kate was baking cakes. I fucking watched Smartless on the Road. I also saw The Little Mermaid, and that movie's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to say worse than Transformers. It's too long, number one. That original one's like 90 minutes. This is like 220. Yeah. And fucking Javier Bardem just does not give a shit. <laughs> he is 
god awful in it. Every time he's on screen, it just sucks the life out of it. Um, good things. Haley Bailey is fantastic as Ariel. Oh, the guy who plays fucking Eric, atrocious. There's like a shitty music video where he's just running on the coastline singing a song. I don't know if you guys remember in The Little Mermaid. Eric has like no fucking speaking lines. Right. Like he's an unimportant character sure. in that movie. He's he's got fucking solos and shit in this. Mm. Terrible. Really bad choice. David Diggs, super fun as Sebastian. Sure. Aquafina, who I'm normally down on, super fun as Scuttle. Huh. There's a great song called Scuttlebutt, which, by the way, I need to mini rant on Scuttlebutt. One, it is just Lin Manuel Miranda jizz. Like right. it's this like David Diggs speed rapping and like it's very Hamilton. It's very Lin Manuel. Right. It's a super fun song. Who is it for? Because children who go and see this movie have never fucking heard the term scuttlebutt. <laughs> Chances are their millennial parents don't use the term scuttlebutt. I fucking liked it that it was in there. It's a fun song, but I'm a little confused at the marketing. Uh, that again, movie's fine. Also. Why would you make a movie that happens underwater when James Cameron exists? Yeah. Because <laughs> it looks like dog shit. Sure. I mean, that's the main reason I didn't have an interest in seeing it. It's just so dark and murky. For... It's not as bad as the trailers make okay. it out to be. That is true. But it probably would have looked better if it was a little dark and murky. Really? Yeah. Oh. Not a good scene. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. And I'm not one to complain about that shit, but it doesn't look good. Right. But that's it. All right. Hurt what you got. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so I, um, Dark Side of the Ring came back, which there had been some worry that it, even though it's super popular, it was not going to come back. I think they tried Tales of the Territory to have a... Is that the rock one, Tales of the yes, Territory? Okay. To have a more positive spin on this stuff, to have it not as be as sensational. And I like Tales from the Territory a lot, but I just don't think it was popular enough to kill off dark side of the ring and the first two episodes have been great the first episode was about uh chris cantino and tammy stitch and if you want to understand what era their story took place in at one point tammy stitch was famous for being the most downloaded woman on aol it happened that many years ago is when it happened uh uh you know, I thought this one was going to be more trashy fun than it was because so many people in the wrestling industry just hate Tammy Stitch and uh, have stories about her awful behavior. But it was really, really, really sad. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not excusing her for, you know, like running down a motherfucker and shit like she did. But uh, but she, I mean, you felt bad. You definitely felt bad for Chris Candido. He was just a guy who wanted to be a great wrestler. And he was and he had got addicted and had some bad luck uh but for tammy stitch you feel sorry for her too you know she just you know got too into drugs man uh the second episode is about a wrestler from the 80s named magnum ta and he's literally a guy that if he hadn't gotten into a car wreck and got semi-paralyzed we may be talking about him like we were Hulk Hogan. He he would have been the Hulk Hogan of the South. He was what they were, uh, you know, uh, the main the main rival to Vince after he st- Vince McMahon after WWE had sort of taken apart the territory system was Jim Crockett Promotions. They were like the Southern version of that, and that's where Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes and stuff. And they really built the whole promotion around 
Magnum TA is going to be our Hulk Hogan. He's going to be our big, you know, like matinee idol hero. And then he had this car wreck. And honestly, I didn't know a lot about him after the car wreck. And I always thought he was a quadriplegic and never came back. And But uh, he had a pretty good life. So that one was the opposite. That one was kind of uplifting. But this show just continues to be great. Even if you don't like wrestling, I think it's edited and narrated in a way that's super interesting and well done. And yeah, it's pretty trashy and tabloidy. But, you know, lots of things are better than Transformers. All right. That's what I got. Speaking of wrestling, hashtag RIP to the Iron Sheik, bro. Man, no shit. Yeah. No shit. Fuck Hulk Hogan, man. <laughs> Fuck Hulk Hogan. The la- I've mentioned this before on here, but the last internet thing I do is I still hang on to this one comic book message board I've been doing since the early 2000s. And, uh, you know, they have like an RIP thread. And Pat Robertson died on the same mm-hmm. day. So, you know, everybody was talking shit about Pat Robertson. And then, and then the Iron Sheik. And someone posted this picture of... Uh, the Iron Sheik about to give Hulk Hogan the camel clutch, and he just is so stiff. He has such an erect boner. And I was like, he's just so happy that he's about to inflict pain on Hulk Hogan. And uh, and I was like, man, we should use that same picture to honor Pat Robertson. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I feel like this is going to be one of my most accessible uh, to the general public's what we've been watching in a long time. Excited to hear. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I watched the end of what could be, after the Discovery uh, acquisition, the last two great HBO shows mm. <laughs> uh, that, that we ever get. We'll find out, but I'm not optimistic. I'm <laughs> not either. Barry and Succession ended the exact same week and the exact same night. And both finales are very good and very appropriate for their thing. Uh, uh, Succession, I, I'm not going to spoil it in case you haven't gotten into it, but there's like a bit midway through that I was like, oh, am I going to like the rest of this right. season? totally. Uh, have you watched the rest of it? I've, I'm all caught up on Succession. Oh, yes. you finished it, okay? yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I like I, I was I wasn't as committed to it in the last few episodes, right. but the very last episode, the finale, they were just like, "We're gonna play the fucking hits," and they were great, and right. I enjoyed it. And then it was over, and I was like, "Ah, this is what it feels like to have a show, like a satisfying show, and it's 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 good all the way through, and it ends well." It ended exactly like it should. Oh, absolutely, it because you the know the only way it should have ended. All those characters, you root for them, but at the at the at their core, they're all awful, selfish mm. people who are capable of nothing. Yes, you know, so, and they got they all got exactly what they deserve. And yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but I just want to know, knowing who your favorite character is, were you happy about who came out the big I, winner? I was I was delighted by the whole thing because yeah, again, you're you're absolutely right. They're all terrible. They all don't deserve anything. Yeah. But I love the, the the contrast between the scene of of them all having like a fun time in like their mother's right. kitchen, like being kids again, and they're all getting along right. or whatever, to like fifteen minutes later, you know, the they the, just, the skins come off and we find out exactly who they've been the whole time. They just we know, remember exactly I, who and they I are. love it. It's beautiful. Is Greg and Tom having a slap fight in the bathroom the best scene in cinema ever? It might I, be. Yeah. I, I, it is. I, the, the answer is yes. I've, I still don't know with this show, like, is the writing great or terrible? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, because the, 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 the words that anyone says mean nothing. Right. And at no point in the show has anyone said anything with any actual content. Right. It's all, like you could watch the whole show on mute and get the exact same experience. I, I tell you something else. I do think there was... I think there was a shift early on in this, which I like. I like when you see how things are working and adjust to that. Mm. I think at some point in the beginning, 
like Logan's underlings were going to be capable mm-hmm. and like, you know, they were just going to suffer through the children. Yeah. But no, they're all just bastards. They're all just <laughs> trying to, they'll fuck. They, they, they don't really know anything. They'll just fuck anybody over. It's great. It's great. It's a great show. I finally found the thing that's convinced me to start six. Okay. Which I have started it okay. now that it's fucking over. But is that this show is about the 1923 world series. <laughs> Uh, which it's fucking because I, I because I read this I know what's gonna happen but right. I stuck with it 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 might legitimately be a, about the night like like certain characters represent certain teams like the baseball playoffs and how mm. shit like stacks up and who ends up mm. winning on top mm. and it's fucking identical interesting <laughs> yeah it, I was like I have to watch it now like, I'm gonna have to yeah. read up on that yeah yeah, yeah. If I find the article, I'll send it to you. Cool. And then uh, uh, Barry is a show that I, I've recently found out that a lot of people had the same experience that I did, which is I watched the first season and I didn't like it. And then I, way later, I caught on to the second season, which I liked a lot more. Uh, and I, I followed through with it. It's definitely a show that, like, it's it's the only thing that's doing what it's doing, which I, I admire about it. I think it ended correctly for that show. I don't know if it's a satisfying ending. Right. But I don't think it was supposed to be. Right. But I, there's there's something so I've I've said this before I said this about why I got off it in the first place. But it's such a specific show in that like I I don't love shit that's like just cynical, you know? Right. Like like a fucking, shocking. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little <laughs> uh, like a, a fucking like a Dexter or like a The Boys, where like the world is cynical. You know, like right. everyone's out to get you. Like there's no good intent. Yeah. It's all like. Every everything bad that can happen will happen, uh, and maliciously, not out right. of just whatever. Uh, and like, there's something about like it's not the kind of content I I like to consume, but right. it doesn't like it doesn't offend me. It's just not something that like I enjoy. But there's something about Barry where it's like I mean, there's kind of that, but not really. It's really just feels like. Bill Hader hates Hollywood <laughs> and hates like six specific people that he's met on his journey and is this whole show like it's kind of about a contract killer but it's mostly about how shitty those six people that Bill Hader really fucking hates are and like it's it's so targeted and mean-spirited in that way that like I don't know how to feel about it right. <laughs> it's still a good show but it's it's, a, it's an odd watch for right. sure uh, but yeah both better than Transformers uh, if, if that if that is the end of great HBO it was a great ending right so uh, hats off to you I mean, definitely, man. The HBO revamp has been totally just, hey, let's take a main thing that worked and and make it not work. Yeah. Why is it a new app? <laughs> hey, 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 I know. <laughs> like, why didn't they? Like, you know, because all the time apps, you know, have you download a new uh, cover. Update. Like, yeah. why, why is it a whole new app? Totally. Agree. Why is it blue like everything else? Right. Having said that, I've watched a lot of Expedition Unknown on there because I fucking love that show. But yeah, also Ted Lasso's over. We should talk about that at some point. One day. I'm I, I weirdly I caught up on Secession before I did Ted Lasso. I'm still way behind on Ted yeah. Lasso. We'll get there one day when it's not culturally relevant anymore. Right. As is our way. As is visions that we we were going to talk yeah, about yeah. two weeks ago. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this episode. I think. Uh, next week, maybe Visions. It might be too far. I don't know. I did watch it, though. If if nothing else, Visions, maybe Are you guys going to make time Wars. for yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rise of the Beast? I, I really want to. I, I really want to see it just because I think it looks dumb. And I've got time this weekend, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, also, man, there's there there's been a lot of news. You know, I would love to talk about the rumored Fantastic Forecast. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, we'll see. 
we, we got we got a week to think about it. But thank you guys for listening. Please write, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast. Tell us what you thought about Spider-Verse and unless it's anything besides it was incredible because if... We don't uh, give a shit. I don't give a shit. You're wrong. <laughs> you should watch it again and reevaluate your life choices. Uh, <laughs> You'd like to go home and rethink your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's literally one of my favorite I lines. I know. That's why <laughs> I said it for you. Uh, anyway, uh, you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter, realphonies on Instagram, real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our I'm Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later later